2: Matthew Richardson, I am so excited about today's episode of the podcast with Emma Willis. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you think you know everything about a person? Oh, are you a big fan
3: then? Well, yeah, obviously. Well, if you like her so much, why don't you, uh, why don't you marry her? Huh? Huh?
2: Um, I did. What? What? When? Like twelve years ago, dude. We've got the same surname.
3: That doesn't mean anything. You don't see me bloody shacking up with John Richardson, do you?
2: Why are you so bothered by this? Because marrying you was the prize I was giving away to our 10,000th listener. What? No. Look, you really need to ask me before you offer prizes
3: out like that. This is absolutely callous behaviour from you, Matthew. Paula Dobkins from Ipswich is going to be distraught. Distraught. I better give her a call. Hi. Hi, Paula. I'm calling with bad news, I'm afraid. He's already married. Yep, he did keep it very quiet. Hang on, let me just ask him. Matt. Are you interested in polygamy? I'm Matt Richardson, Heat Magazine's Weird Crush of the Year 2014. And I'm Matt Willis, from Busted. We are guilty pleasures, and in our new podcast, celebrities confess what they get up to when no one's watching.
2: And then we decide whether they're good, bad... Crack on and stop feeling embarrassed about it. Or Bad Bad. Go straight to bed, no tea, and think about what you've done. Because if
3: we think it's Bad Bad, you know
2: you're a wrong'un. It's a bit weird tonight, because at the moment I'm sitting in my house with my wife. And we're doing a podcast together, which is strange. Hi, babe.
4: Hello. How are you?
3: I really feel like a third wheel in this, um, because for those that don't know, um, uh, Matt Willis is married to uh, Mrs. Saturday Night herself, Emma Willis, who is with us now. Right. Well, that's right.
4: quite an intro, Matt Richardson. You, well,
3: you are. Right. I think we should probably get started. So, uh, Emma, thank you for coming on. Uh, what What is welcome. your first confession?
4: I couldn't think of three. And then Matt went, well, you don't wash your legs. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You admitted to me you don't wash your legs. Because you know there was that thing not that long ago um, where I can't remember who it was.
2: It was Taylor Swift. This is apparently a thing, right? So girls are fucking disgusting and, <laughs> and, and don't wash below the knees. Like They just don't wash their shins, like loads of them. They've all admitted it. Um, it's fucking gross. And I was like, do you watch And She was like, no. What What it's
3: do you just... mean they've all admitted it? So
4: there was – who was it, Matt?
3: I think who it was, was
2: first, it was Taylor Swift on Ellen DeGeneres' show. I've Googled this because I found it so, so fascinating. Absolutely so, so she admitted it on that, that she didn't do it, right? And then since yeah. then, I think but there was she a she didn't
4: on... wash her shins, right, when yeah. she was in a shower. She, she, she doesn't kind of make the effort – to rub down her I, I, shins. I think she and said... And then it became a kind of thing around the world where people were asking each other, well, do you wash your shins? Do you wash your shins? And then Matt asked me, I was like, oh, no. No, I don't. I just kind of wash the rest of my body and the water just kind of runs over them. What? <laughs> and you're like, standing in water anyway, so your like, feet are getting clean. Like, so, so it's whoa, like- whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> So you don't wash your feet? Yeah, of course I do, because they're still in water being cleaned. (laughs) So that's not washing them, that's just like putting them in water. Well, I don't really smell or get dirty.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Is that true, Matt? (laughs) Well, it depends. There have been been times. So you're getting quite angry at each other. Um, (laughs) I have to say, I'm surprised you don't take care of your legs, Emma, because you were the face of Venus for a while so <laughs> I <haven't> say <laughs> the face about that. you were you the shins the shins of Venus so you aren't what? even washing the does thing that mean, made the money
4: of course listen it's not that you, you don't wash them that day wash them <laughs> and you still shave them
2: do but you, you just, but, but... <laughs> she does it for a fucking Venus advert but you know uh, three yeah, weeks
3: mate. in, um, but brutally, mate, shagging you won't paying the mortgage. So <laughs>
4: <laughs> talking. So this this whole thing came up in the world, and people started asking each other. And then Matt said to me, "Well, do you wash your shins?" I was like, "Well, I don't like physically rub them down. No, you don't
3: bend down and suds them.
4: Oh, well, I do now since Matt body shamed me." This week, (laughs) no, it was it was last year, wasn't it?
3: Oh God, this podcast has just (laughs) brought up some issues in the marriage. Then (laughs) (laughs) dirt
2: shaming.
4: When the whole when this uh, worldwide issue of I first heard it it on
2: Greg James's show on Radio One. I heard it that day, and I came home and asked you. I was like, Do you wash your shins? And you were like, No, I use the drip method. I was like, What's the (laughs) fucking drip method? trickle-down genomics is- for the body. Yeah. So that's basically just like water just goes there anyway, so it's fine. Yeah.
4: But um, ever also, since then, suppose- since he clean-shamed me, I have made sure that I wash them now, like bend over, give them a scrub, you know, because he's made me feel absolutely like a hideous human being.
2: I'm going to own up to something. Until you told me, I had never noticed. I'd never gone, you've got really dirty shins. Well, because I <laughs> never go. Oh God! Why is she so filthy down below? So it
3: wasn't oh. like when you first started dating, you were going back to your friends, and going, "Look, like she's funny, she's intelligent,
2: she's her amazing." Shins are
4: covered in mud. I don't. There, know there, these weird
2: shins. There had to be something, didn't there? There had to be. There was one red flag that I ignored, and it was the smelly shins.
3: <laughs> Look, mate. Let's be honest.
2: <laughs> if there were any red flags, they weren't coming from Emma.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Look, the thing is, I'm starting to worry a little bit because um, you don't wash your shins. And um, in the Ben Hanlin episode, Matt admitted that he sometimes doesn't brush the kid's teeth. So Matt, kid, Matt. Matt. <laughs> Oh, my God, Matt. Dude, I've been so much
2: troubled out. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think my, my kids wash their shins.
4: Our kids have a bath every night.
2: Yeah, do they wash their shins? I don't know if we've made them wash their shins. Well, you Are will they? now.
4: No, that's because we wash them. Yeah, wash I them wash them.
3: But you know what? Like, I wash their shins.
4: I do wash their shins. <laughs> I just wash my own.
3: <laughs> uh, so, Matt, uh, do you think this is good, bad, or
2: bad, bad? I think it's really bad, bad. The thing is, I, 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 I've I got to say, I do think it's bad, bad, but I have shamed her into doing it now. So I've, I've since walked in and she's been showing me that she's washing her shins.
3: It is bad, bad, but I'm worse. So I feel bad saying it's bad, bad.
4: Well, then say it's good, bad. All right, then I'll say
3: it's good, bad. So we'll split the difference. You're bad, bad. I'm saying good, bad. You don't have to wash every part of your body.
2: Okay, babe, can we have confession number two, please?
4: My next confession is that I read everything I see.
3: Okay, what do you mean by everything?
4: Like, as I'm talking to you, I'm reading the words on the biscuit tin, even though I'm talking to you. Why? I don't know, I've just always done it.
2: I mean, it's very convenient that your job now... Is TV presenting <laughs> when you read in auto queue. When I read what I see, yeah. When you read what you see, <laughs> you're going to be like, um, uh, "What's the guy Anchor Man?" When they could put anything in the auto and you'll just read it.
4: That is true. <laughs> but even in our house, with all the stuff that we like are around every day, I'll still reread it when I go past it,
3: even if you've read it before. Yeah. So, for example, right, um, I'm in your, I'm in your kitchen, say, and we're walking through the kitchen. I don't
4: pick things up and read all the tiny words, but everything I can physically see with my eyes that are readable, so I will
3: read. At what point's the cut off for what you go? Oh, I'm not going to bother.
4: Well, when I can't physically see the words.
2: Do you find the older you're getting, the less you are reading?
4: No, because I've got really good eyesight.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: At the minute, Matt Richardson.
3: I'm really glad you said that rather than me, Matt.
2: Um, oh, whatever. Do you think you missed your calling in life? Do you think like you should have been like fucking Sherlock? like solving what? mysteries because like you just take everything in like every single thing <laughs> do you think like really going well actually he entered through this door because there's i a haven't got there. a
4: photographic memory i don't remember every single word i've read <laughs> but could well, you imagine oh my god that'd be brilliant all of that information
2: I mean, this is the thing because I'm the complete opposite. I'm so lazy that unless I'm actually physically forced to read something, I will never read it. Like I have more right now. We're sitting. Um, I'm. I'm sitting in front of a bookshelf with about probably would you say a hundred books up there? Yeah, hundred books. Hundred books. I've probably read twelve pages of each of them.
3: Mate, don't make her look at the bookshelf. She now needs to read every oh, no. single <laughs> title and the author. I am. Are you really? (laughs) Yeah. You're fucked now. You're stuck there. So if someone gave you a pamphlet in the street for something, for say um, Jesus, which is quite a common pamphlet thing, outside like a tube station, you would then take the pamphlet and read the whole pamphlet about Jesus?
4: When I got in the car, if I wasn't driving, yes, I would probably read it all. I'm reading the fucking biscuit tin again for the fifth time in the past 10 minutes.
3: So, so the, the, the confession here is almost um, you read the words over and over and over.
4: Constantly. I'm not very good at not doing anything. So, if I sat down,
3: it's a distraction.
4: I'd, I'd have to keep thinking something. And if I've got nothing to think about, I'll just think about the words I can see.
2: You'd be a perfect candidate for um for like one of those Darren Brown tricks, like on your way to work when you like su- subtly absorb things and then he does like a trick on you. You'd be like a prime candidate for that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, every Jehovah's Witness in the country now is going to fucking wait for Emma Watts to walk down the street. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever Have you ever missed
3: anything because you're reading something somewhere else in a room?
4: I can listen to like if I'm having a conversation with. Isabel, I can listen to what Matt, Trixie and Ace are all talking about as well. Oh, can you? Yeah. See, I don't miss anything.
3: I'm more like I can be in a restaurant having a conversation with Sam and be listening to the couple on the table next to me. That's more my interest.
4: <laughs> are, oh, no, are you nosy I about things well. like that as
3: well? I would okay. as well
4: if I ever went out, but uh, we have three kids, so we don't.
2: <laughs> well, how are you feeling about this, Matt? Oh, I don't have a problem with it. Personally, she's very observant. But like we'll be driving and like she'll say, turning's coming up. And I'll be like, what? And it is coming up because she'd read the sign, which I would have missed. Um, So it actually probably helps me out in some weird way.
4: That's just normal rules of driving, Matt. I mean, that's not because I read everything I say.
2: (laughs) I, I literally get in the car and I would just drive in a straight line. And suddenly end up somewhere else.
4: The amount of times, right, in 15 years that we've driven to Birmingham, Matt knows the way. He kn- All my family live up there, so he go up there often. And I cannot tell you how many times we've been on the M1 and he's driven straight past the junction for the M6 because he's not looking. I mean, come on, mate, you go past
3: well,
2: I am looking, I'm driving, I'm driving. You're I'm looking driving.
4: straight ahead of you. You're not well, the looking at... By the time you at... get to
3: Daventry, you've got to be aware of it, mate. Coventry totally. and then across. Come on, don't, mate, be, a, so, don't be an so... arsehole. Do you think this is good, bad or bad, bad, Matt? Because you live with it.
2: I mean, I think it's good, bad. It probably actually does me good things. Yeah. You know, it helps me out.
4: Can you imagine how bloody lost we'd get if it wasn't for me?
2: Also, you know, when you lose something in your house, you go, baby, have you seen the... She knows where it fucking is. She knows. She's top self next to the book that says this. Oh, my God.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think this is good, bad. I think this is just Emma being a proper person.
4: Yeah. I
2: think it's good, bad. Good, bad.
3: Emma. What is your next confession?
4: Um, my next confession, Matthew, is that I am Mrs. Health and Safety. I would rather be safe than sorry.
3: It sort of surprises me, but then I suppose it doesn't because because you are married to Mr. Liability. It feels like you've had to step <laughs> up after that. <laughs> I imagine if I'd met you 15 years ago, you were Mrs. Loose and Fun and let's just do whatever, but... hey. You-
4: I'm still loose and fun thank you very much.
3: <laughs> I mean well, I've I'm never fun. I've never seen you in a pub so I disagree but um, actually no that's <laughs> that's not fair. Um I I did see you at a festival once and you were very much loose and fun. Twice I've seen you at a festival and you've been having a yeah. lovely time.
4: Yeah, I like to have a lovely time. Um yeah, yeah, I think um I have become um immensely paranoid about safety as I've um one got older and two had kids.
3: Uh, I th- just as a side note, I think it's very brave a woman in television has admitted they get older.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I like getting older. Do you? Yeah.
3: Oh, I've got a real problem with it. Why? Well, so I'm... Oh, don't I'm, be
4: insecure.
3: I'm not being... But I'm creeping up to 30 this year.
4: Oh, uh, shut well,
3: up. <laughs> I say this year, next year. I'm, I'm creeping up to 29, but like, I've got a problem with getting older like that. But it's good to hear that you don't have an issue with it.
4: No, don't care.
3: And also you've got a toy boy, so. Exactly. Yeah, although, although I'd He looks rough.
4: older than me though, that's the thing. He's he, older than you. He looks older than me.
3: Oh, what? yeah, yeah. But you've got to remember he's that he. older than you. You do. You, you've got to remember that like he lived a life where he's had more heartbeats than a 70-year-old. So, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, let's talk about the health and safety thing rather than the, as you've gotten older, like, why is
2: this? I think we need to go into some details and like specifics. Matt,
3: you can give all the
0: detail. This is beautiful here. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen
2: Okay, so I mean, there there are so many levels to this. I mean, it's it's like um, it's like the levels of I don't I don't know what the word is. Is it's neurotic, isn't it?
4: Yeah,
3: obviously, because this is about confessions and things you enjoy when no one is watching. Do you enjoy making sure everything's okay? Is this like a thing you like?
4: Well, I think I'm a bit of a control freak, so <laughs> <there's> part. <laughs> There's part of me um that does enjoy it because um it it you know, I can go to bed at night knowing that my tick list is completed. Um, okay, but then part of me, you know, would love to not have to come downstairs five times when I've already put the alarm. When on. when you
3: finish it all, you feel satisfied.
4: well, as satisfied as I can, okay. I, 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 you know, the 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 um, the safety thing doesn't stop once I go to bed because then every time I wake up in the night, I go and check that the children are okay.
2: I'm going to sound like a terrible person. When I'm asleep, I sleep through and I wake up in the morning. But Emma will get up um, in the night probably three to four times, I'd say.
3: Yeah. What, just but solely to check on the children?
4: Yeah. Well, I wake up. Anyway, and I'll check on them. And then I'll probably need a couple of wees. So I'll check on them again every time okay.
2: I wee. I mean, Emma would like nothing more in the world than a panic room.
4: Oh, my God, I'd love a panic room. Have you
3: talked about having a panic room?
4: We don't have room for one. And I'd imagine they're mega bucks. And well, hopefully we don't really need one.
2: We but, don't really need one.
4: But, oh, I would
3: love one. I've got so much anxiety. Every room I'm in is a panic room. Um, <laughs> but like, it's, yeah, so, so it's is it solely about your children, or is it about everything?
4: Everything. Do you I'm a panic real driver as well. No, because I'm an excellent driver. The only time I worry is when Matt's driving.
2: I'm not an excellent driver. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, t- t- don't get me wrong. I'm all right, but I'm. No.
4: You're a good driver. You just have a short attention span.
2: I do. At any moment in time, you could be talking to me, and in my head, I'm going. De-doo, 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 de-doo. <laughs>
4: I, I think I could probably write a fantastic horror movie. Me, me too. It's like final you know what destination. What I mean? my, my brain, yes, exactly, exactly. I'm just like this is just how I. When I, I think. get on a plane, the conversations I have with Matt, he's like, "Don't be ridiculous." Don't be ridiculous. That's a ridiculous thing to say. I'm like, it's not because it could happen.
3: I think this is why we both have this kind of like, you know, affinity to Matt Willis. Matt it's Willis. is
4: because,
3: <laughs> because he's the other side of he's both lived, of our coins.
4: He's lived on the edge and survived. So we and, have hope when we're near him. <laughs>
3: and it's why you and I don't get on at all and we kind of are enemies. But, um, it, yeah. I, I, but And also like, because, you know, um, I think Matt, I see Matt as quite an adventurous guy. So, Dangerous. Da- so do, does he cause more stress than necessary?
2: <laughs> I mean, uh, not anymore. I mean, of course he does. I had to give my motorbike up recently. Well, yeah, because they're death machines.
4: Yes, exactly.
2: And you have three children. Yeah, we decided it was time to, um, to not have that, um, that one more chance of death in our life. So we, um, we put the mobile down.
3: So I have to ask, like, Emma, what like, precautions do you take because um, your husband is a, a daredevil, essentially?
4: Well, um, I don't let him do anything.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've taken everything that he found, finds fun out of his life and made him immensely safe to be a husband and father.
2: Everything that's fun kills you. That isn't true. That really isn't true. (laughs) It is is true. There's a little bit of a chance of death with pretty much everything that's fun.
3: So is that kind of like you're such polar opposites that you're a safety hound, Emma, and Matt's a real daredevil?
4: I think I used to be quite a daredevil. It's honestly really since I've had children that the paranoia has really kicked in.
2: Hmm. I think it's it started for me. Like I remember it getting a bit weird when when we would go on tour, someone would move into my house. Like somebody, one of Emma's friends would come and move into our house when I was away on tour. That's called an affair. <laughs> Like some, uh, either a family member or a friend. uh, Really nice guy, lovely bloke. Really nice guy. Yeah, I didn't know him that well, but apparently. Really? really... Six pack, lovely. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But why would the guy move? Why would the guy, why would the friend. Why
4: does it have to be a guy?
3: It doesn't. Why would the friend move in?
4: Because I didn't, I was too scared to be here on my own.
3: (laughs) Scared of what, though?
4: Well,. The unknown, what might happen? You know, your head goes to a million different places. Hearing noises in the middle of the night, oh my God. I would literally, if I were here with the kids on my own, I would be awake all night listening.
2: So right, like, like now if if I'm away, right, um, they yeah. all sleep in one room.
4: And someone comes nice today
2: someone comes to stay in the other room and Emma sleeps with all three kids in the bed together in a in, in, in her own little homemade panic room. <laughs> so, um, so Matt, the fucking weirdest thing happened this morning.
4: Oh my God.
2: Go on. So I was up before everyone else was about to go and get on the, um, on the bike and do some exercise.
4: Matt always lets me sleep in bed and I get up late. But I came downstairs and it was yeah. about half eight and I walked into the kitchen and the back door was open and i looked out of the window and i just saw um, i saw matt and the kids standing in a circle holding hands with each other I was like, like a the cult what are they doing yeah. like and he was really kind of like i i couldn't hear him but i could see him like as if he was going listen pay attention like hold hands hold <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are they doing
2: so we were doing a séance what? Um, no, no, we went. So, so I came down this morning, right? <laughs> so I was about to get on the bike and uh, do some exercise, and I was making a coffee, and I heard a fucking massive bang. Like, and I thought one of the kids had like falling out of bed, or like, uh, but it sounded more like someone had thrown something out a window. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I looked round, and I saw a pheasant fall from the roof of our house. Didn't yeah. see the glass, and flew straight into the fucking window, Jesus. and killed itself. Like snapped its oh own God. neck and was there like fucking, um, yeah, like completely like flipping out on the fucking patio uh, with a little pool of blood, blood by its head. So um, when the kids got up, I made a small stand around it and say a little prayer. Oh my God. And, um, and then I chucked it over the fence.
3: Well, let's t- let's uh, look at this. So being a proper safety nerd and a safety uh, person, do you think this is good, bad or bad, bad, Matt?
2: Um, I think... I think it's good, bad, because however annoying it is, and literally it can be really fucking annoying. It does, it does keep us safe.
3: I have to ask as well, obviously, as the outside party, how are you finding doing a podcast with Matt?
4: Um, I mean, it's. I feel kind of like I'm just doing it with you. Oh. he's being very well behaved. He's good. I am. I'm I'm
2: letting you talk because I don't want to jump in and go. Actually, babe, you're fucking mental. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Looking on
3: now, I know that you um, brought three confessions, Emma. Um, but Matt, is there anything else that you think we should mention? That's a a guilty pleasure and a confession uh, that Emma has.
2: I mean. uh...
4: Come on, you said you had a list of them earlier. I,
2: I don't think we can leave without talking about Bros.
4: Oh, stop it! <laughs> I mean, stop
2: this is see, this is this is a murky road, right? Because I also have some pretty bad taste in music.
4: So,
3: why do you love Bros, Emma?
4: They were like my teenage dream. Were you obsessed with them then? Yeah, I mean, obsessed as I could be. I was. Um,
2: You're like One Direction fan age, right?
4: I was like 12, 13. Right. Um, it depends what you mean by obsessed, because I thought I was obsessed because I loved them and I was a massive fan and I had the bottle tops and the bandanas and the patches yeah. on my jackets and the five oh ones and I went to their concerts twice. Um and I only twice taped, only twice. Um and I taped everything um anytime they were on TV. I love them. I mean and I made scrapbooks and I had posters all over my wall. And I cried when they split up.
3: So, what um, you're telling me is you wanted but, to go out with a guy called Matt in a band?
4: No. <laughs> <laughs> Luke.
3: <laughs>
4: was I obsessive? So, I was in a way. But then I've also seen the other side of obsessive fandom with um, Busted fans, some Busted fans, um, you know, that travel the country and, and wait outside hotels. And I was not, I, I never did that.
3: Let's go back a step. Um Bros obsessed teenage Emma. Who was that person?
4: She had a mousy brown perm. Uh she wore shell suits and um when she wasn't wearing her bross gear. Um and she was hugely shy.
3: I see that really surprises me, but you were
4: shy super shy yeah I, th- I i that again i think that's why like we talked about earlier i like getting older because i feel more comfortable with myself and when i was younger i, I was i was just this shy kid like you know i wasn't really outgoing
3: did modeling help with that
4: yes it was it uh, it wasn't easy in the beginning because i was so shy and that's not really a kind of job you can do if you're super
3: shy. You need to kind of like get over that very quickly.
4: Yeah, it definitely helped uh with my confidence. Definitely, because I I didn't really have a lot of confidence when I was younger.
3: Uh, you know, conversely, obviously, because you're together, like Matt, were you a shy teenager and all that, or were you <laughs> not?
4: absolutely not?
3: <laughs> no, no. Well, I think I think I was a bit. um No, I was quite a show
2: off. Because really? Like,
3: You'd never believe it. So the bross thing um very interesting. I suppose most teenage girls had one of those though.
2: That's the thing, right? Because I kind of experienced it from the other side. Um I I see it as quite funny when I when I went to your house and I found like the the scrapbook and like these gross bottle tops that used to go on your your trainers. I was like, "Oh my god, you were a fan." Like <laughs> Like, which I find so funny because I know those people, but I don't know. I can't think it's, of you like that. It's a but rite like, of passage. I don't think I've ever really had that. Like, like really? I, think, I, don't, I don't think I ever felt like that. Like, I love music, right? I love bands. But, like, I don't, like, if I met Dave Grohl, I'd lose my mind.
4: Hold on Actually, a minute. Like, I have been in a dressing room with
2: you. <laughs> oh, no, that's very different. Oh, okay.
4: When, right? He literally lost the ability to speak he <laughs> didn't know this is like that what I love about what I love about Matt and what attracted me to Matt is he's so charismatic and he's so great he, in a bunch he of is
3: people. the most and, charming man of all time yeah
4: and like he can talk to people and but I have never seen him lose the power of speech until he walked into a dressing room and and Mark Hoppus was in there from Blink 182. And he literally lost his fucking shit. anyway. he went, I didn't want to say, I didn't want to say, oh, my God. I was like, oh, bitch, calm down.
2: So there you have it. That was my wife, Emma Willis. Um, I mean, that could have gone fucking horribly wrong.
3: Right. Well, as always, uh, we've got some confessions from you, the, the yes. listeners. Um, do you want to go yeah. first?
2: Okay, I have a good one up my sleeve today. Um, Someone's wrote in saying that they love Jared Leto and want to be him so bad that they have bought special outlandish outfits that they wear and a wig and a beard wig and they lip-sync to 30 Seconds of Mars songs in front of the mirror when no one's around wanting to be him so bad, which is pretty fucking huge.
3: Wow, if Jared Leto ever listens to this, you want to get some sort of restraining order for that person? I mean, it's
2: pretty full on, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Yeah.
3: Uh, Do you reckon there's Um, someone out there that does this for you, mate? Like, you know, a a super Matt Willis fan? I mean, of course there is. It's me. I have seen
2: seen, um, somebody sent me some some photos on, on, on Twitter of their birthday and they had like a few cardboard cutouts of me in their living room. Really, which was a bit strange. Oh, yeah.
3: where could you get
2: those? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I'm not. I'm going to move on. What, was, what have you got to But um,
3: I, I mean, I, I do have one of those masks you get of your own face um, that I do. I have given to Sam as a joke and been like, "Oh, why don't you wear this when we're kissing?" So maybe like the joke <laughs> of things a bit. of like your that. of you, yeah, of, of me, like a mask. <laughs> of me. Um, but, That's a lot of expense to look like Jared Leto. It is. He wears
2: pretty fucking spenny stuff as well, doesn't he? Yeah,
3: I think this this has got a bit of an unusual tinge to it that I feel uncomfortable about. I think this is bad, bad.
2: I think it's bad, bad. It's fucking, Yeah. yeah, it's bad, bad. You should be ashamed.
3: Yeah, I know. Just just be, just be happy you look like you. But there we go. Um, thanks very much for listening. Uh, please make sure you subscribe and tell everyone you know, even if they are people that dress up as Jared Leto. We don't care who's listening. We just need the numbers. For-
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you do like the podcast, please subscribe and leave a message because I love reading the messages. Some of them are absolutely fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, I really like hearing what you think about it. Um, please subscribe. Please like it. Is that a thing? I think I don't
3: I'm not sure how I it don't think it is too. I think
2: I've just seen people do that on YouTube so fuck that <laughs> just subscribe and leave a message it'd be great thanks a lot all the best
1: Flexibility is great that's why there's yoga